Welcome to Boomers on Fire with educator, philanthropist, and mentor, Dr. Cynthia. Get ready to refire your life by listening to inspiring interviews with vibrant boomers who are rocking their retirement. Whatever the retiree is doing, we want you to hear about it so that it will spark something in you so that you can decide how you want to live in your second half of life. You will be exposed to new possibilities and new opportunities. It's time to refire, reinvent, and reimagine your second half of life with your host, Dr. Cynthia. Our guest today is Susan Burrell. She is a feisty Scorpio. She even has red hair to back that up. And she has navigated her life by learning how to listen within. So that divine urge that keeps pointing her in the direction of her life's purpose, even when she can't see the road. She's an intuitive healer and spiritual guide in the crossroads of life. With a master's degree in consciousness, Susan has been counseling and supporting people in transforming from the inside out for over 25 years. Her methods are proven because she has lived this journey to empowerment. So, Susan, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Dr. Cynthia. I'm, (laughs) I'm thrilled to be here with you. Thank you. So am I. So, Susan, um, I want, could you please share a bit about your own story of how empowerment and how you got into this work? Uh, sure. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of giggling, Dr. Cynthia, because I, I just in like the last couple of years have come into full ownership of uh, all the qualities and gifts that I have and am, and so it it kind of cracks me up because this has been a lifelong journey to this point. And I, so in my late teens, early twenties, I realized I was a spiritual seeker. I was also pursuing an acting career, which is kind of like now currently they seem to go together, but at the time, you know, it was, it was a, all about compartmentalizing, and what you did had nothing to do with your. Um, connection to source your your inner wisdom you know those were like two separate things and uh so anyway i was constantly seeking and um trying to find the the actual path that was uh fulfilling for me because well acting when i got a gig was fulfilling it was what was not fulfilling was all the interviews and rejections and you know, and it really, that kind of beats you down, or it, it beat me down until my self-esteem was very low. And then I also was in a a very long 28-year marriage that eventually, at some point, I had surrendered whatever self-esteem I had going in and became just completely disempowered and um, didn't know myself, didn't like myself, especially did not love or respect myself. And that was reflected, of course, in my uh, relationship because, uh, well, I believe that whatever you have going on inside is always reflected to you from people around you. So, you know, everybody's like a mirror to the self, right? And because I didn't know myself, I thought the problem was my husband my now ex-husband you know that it, it 
so so it was it's often easy to deflect your self responsibility of what it is and what i found uh is when i went into divorce my heart was shattered i and my life was shattered what i thought uh my life was going to be in the second half you know i was in my 50s in the second half of life was just completely obliterated and i had no idea who or what I was, except that I knew that um, I was a spiritual being. And because I knew that, I I did my work. Uh, I, I started to just do deep inner healing work um, with guided meditations that I actually created. You know, one day I, I was in my kitchen – um, this after my son had moved out and my ex was, you know, out of the house while we were divorcing. And I felt this huge sense of shame and I, and it shocked me. And I thought, okay, what is that about? Oh my gosh. And who wants to walk around with shame? Because I also knew that I really had an opportunity of a good 40 years of a good life. And I wanted to live a good life where I loved and respected myself and I didn't want to be like so many people men and women that go through divorce and then they're embittered or they're just sad all the time and and I didn't want to be that I wanted to be happy and joyful and uh all all that so when I felt that sense of shame I immediately took myself to my meditation chair and sat down and and I asked questions of my inner wisdom and what is this and I just cleared it up you know I I in that it took like 15 minutes because this is what I do but and I just cleared that shame and all the sticky gooey stuff of that shame has you know that just wants to keep you stuck and less than and not empowered and I cleared that and so that was like using all my um, tools and gifts while I was going through my divorce, I came out very uh, happier, of course, because now I knew who I was and I chose those pieces of myself I wanted to keep. But I also um, found that I loved myself more than I ever have. And I think when I was starting my spiritual questing, you know, in my 20s, what I was really looking for was that centered place of love within myself. And yet I hadn't had enough training, wisdom, life experience to uh, recognize that that's what my quest was, was learning how to love and respect myself. And it wasn't about finding love, you know, getting love from my husband at the time or my friends or my parents at the time or the executive producer I wanted to hire me it was about me finding out how to love myself and so my second half of life has become this place of freedom and um happiness and and brilliance you know and I'm doing things that I hadn't done the first half of life like traveling uh, internationally every year it's a it's a fun thing that my current spouse and I choose to do and I've got a bucket list of a ton of things this year we went to we took my son and his girlfriend to Ireland and Scotland 
and just hiked all over those green hills and just soaked up history. It was, and and also my ancestry. I'm Irish, Scottish, and a few other mutt-like things. But anyway, that's kind of how I got to here. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And Susan, I could really relate to that because I went for a divorce um, at a pretty earlier years. And through that divorce, when I thought my whole life was shattered, my self-esteem was low, um, out of it I came out to be um, a much more confident woman, not even realizing how much strength I had. So I understand how that journey brings us into really who we are. Yes. Yes. You know, and what's so funny, I I have a client who's going through divorce right now, and it's it, you know, and divorce is painful. It doesn't matter if it, you think it's amicable or not. It's just there's a, it's like a death, except you have a live person walking around, you know, mm-hmm. a live body. And and she said this is the hardest thing she's ever done, and yet she recognizes that she loves and respects herself, and she's found her voice. And so many of us, unless we go through a life-shattering experience, we don't find our voice or we don't find that inner confidence yes absolutely so susan what kind of advice would you give for people who as a first step they don't feel that um fired up about the second half of life they may be feeling depressed they're feeling bored and there's like um it's like what's next what is this all there is what advice could you give them so because i've because Dr. Cynthia, I've gone through that. I've, you know, in my earlier, my first half, I went in and out of depression. Um, and what I know to be so now is that when we are feeling depressed or resentful or angry, it's because we're not facing the truth of the situation. We are, we are hiding out from ourselves and we're hiding out from the truth. And the truth may be, I'm really unhappy in my marriage and I, therefore I'm depressed and I'm not inspired and I'm, I need to look at that. What do I need to do to improve my marriage? Do I, do I need to go to counseling? Do I need to um, uh, get divorced? You know, but, but it's when we ignore what's happening and we just settle, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's really called settling for less, right? You're settling for less of who you are as opposed to more of who you are. And, so it is I'm I really am about self-responsibility because in my 20s I learned that I had to take responsibility for my actions, for my words, that my words and my actions were were things that would manifest or create in my life good stuff or not so good stuff. And uh when someone is not feeling inspired to live a life. And I know a lot of people, uh, when they begin to look at retirement, some people go, oh, yay, I'm going to do something else. In fact, I have a friend who went into, she retired a couple years ago, very active woman, very powerful woman, and she is in a new relationship, and she thought, oh, yay, I'm, you know, I can spend more time with my new husband. Well, after she said after about six months, she was going stir-crazy. So she went out and found a job that she loves love love loves and it's all in her um her wheelhouse you know of what she's really good at and she's having a ball and so and she's 68 
So, uh, you know, if you're not, so my advice, I guess, Dr. Cynthia, is if you are not feeling happy, if you are feeling depressed, it's important to sit down with yourself and ask the hard questions. What is making me unhappy? And then answer them. And, okay, in fact, uh, as we talked about earlier, Dr. Cynthia, before we started recording, I, I have a book called Live an Inspired Life, A 30-Day Journey. And mm. this book, I, I wrote it as a, an actual journey with um, journaling prompts and there's guided meditations that uh, you are asked to, to listen to on my website. There's um, videos that help support you in understanding the work. But it's a deep dive work that um, helps you excavate uh, the garbage, the belief systems you've been living under that have been keeping you small, keeping you unhappy, keeping you feeling disconnected. And it's a journaling book as well because I asked the hard questions. So you have help right now. You can get the book and you have somebody holding your hand. And I asked the hard questions. And if you can answer those hard questions for yourself and do the, the journey work consistently, whether it's 30 days or 60 days, it doesn't matter, but consistently, when you come to the end of this book, you will have a better understanding of who you are and you will have a better understanding of your life purpose. And it doesn't matter if you're in your 20s or your 70s because we all consistently are here uh, on planet Earth <laughs> and we're meant to grow and we're meant to evolve. And if you're feeling depressed or sad, it's because you're choosing to stagnate. And and what I know to be so is that spirit or the universe or whatever you want to call it is dynamic. That's why we see changes of seasons. It's constantly in a reinvention of itself, right? The spring is the, the blooming and the summer is the growth and the fall is the harvesting of all that good stuff and winter is a time for dormancy. But then we come back to spring. So it's always in motion. And that's true for us. If, if you're sitting in a recliner, a barca lounger with your remote feeling depressed, you know, it, it might be time for you to get up and move, get up and do something different. Yeah, I mean, that's excellent advice, Susan. But sometimes I find that um, people just don't know how to get up. Is there one thing you can share that would help them to just get up, something simple? They don't want to get out of bed. How could they? What would stimulate or motivate them to just make that move? Okay, so this is, it sounds like an easy question, Dr. Cynthia, mm -hmm. um, but it's actually a hard question because each individual has freedom of choice. And I'm actually watching this with my parents who are 85. And instead of living a life, because my grandfather lived to be 100, so they both have an opportunity to live to be 100. And what I'm watching is they're depressed. They mm -hmm. keep themselves shut up in their little apartment with the windows closed and the blinds pulled. And, you know, it's like they're just waiting for death. Mm -hmm. They're waiting to die. And mm -hmm. to me, that's not a life. And, and when I have attempted to motivate, attempted to say, hey, let's go do something, one of them, one of them usually says, oh, well, not today. Oh, I'm tired. And then they, they wonder why nobody comes to visit them, why nobody uh, wants to take them out to lunch. And it's because 
they are choosing to stagnate. They're choosing to die while they're still alive and still have some vital things they could be doing. So that's why it's a hard question. You can lead a horse to water, mm-hmm. but you can't make them drink. And the only way to, in my experience, to inspire or to motivate individuals is that the individual themselves wants they want to be motivated. So I would imagine your listeners are attracted to you and are listening to your podcast, Boomers on Fire, because they are looking for something to ignite them. They are looking for something to inspire them because they really do want to be happy in the second half of life. They want to be active. They want to be experiencing good stuff in life. And not and that, I guess, evidently, watching my parents, that's just not for everybody. Absolutely. And, you know, you made a very strong um, word. The word is choice. It's all about yeah. choice. We have that choice to do. We have a choice to breathe. We have a choice to get up. We have, you know, we have multiple choices. So basically, what choices do you want? Do you want to just sit in a rocking chair and wait for death? Or do you want to just go out and enjoy the sunshine? You know, yes. so it's amazing that some people choose the opposite way. Yeah, I had a very powerful life lesson in my early 30s. I, I became very, very ill and, in fact, was eventually hospitalized and almost died. And it was because I was diabetic and it was undiagnosed and I almost died. And... um Thank God it was caught in, you know, the 24-hour period where I wasn't going to be brain dead or lose a limb or anything like that. And uh, so I was in the hospital for about a week, and um, the nurses were giving me insulin shots. And I don't know, maybe it was day two or day three, the nurse came in in the morning, you know, I mean, kind of a rude awakening, right? And mm-hmm. she handed me the needle and the insulin. She said, now it's time for you to learn. I, was, I freaked out. I was on the ceiling. I was hysterical. I was like, I can't give myself a shot. That's horrible. I, I hate shots. And she said, yes, but this is for your life. And after I calmed down, I thought, well, you know, what do, I, do I want to live or do I want to die? And it became my constant reminder, kind of get, getting me emotional here, Dr. Cynthia, but it's my constant emotional reminder that I choose to live. Every time I take a shot, every time I consciously make choices about my eating habits or my exercise habits, I am choosing life or I am choosing death. And it's really, for me, it it was like crystal clear, what do you want to do? And I was 32. So it's always a choice, and it doesn't matter what age. It doesn't matter what age you are. Um, If you want to start a new business or get a job that's fun because you worked a job that wasn't fun or, you know, take up activities like golf or lawn bowling or tennis or whatever gets you out socializing with people because that's the other thing is we are um, communal beings. We are here on the planet to commune, to be with each other, to be in community. And when people start to isolate themselves, they're losing their connection to any kind of community. And it's important to be in that connection, and I I call it a heart connection, you know, heart-to-heart with individuals. You can be in community 
when you go to the grocery store and you look at the person who's across the counter from you ringing you up. You know, you can be in connection with those people, you know, uh, waitresses and uh, waiters, people that, whomever you're around, there's always opportunity to be in connection with another human being and begin to radiate and feel a sense of compassion and love. That, that to me is a, like the vital life energy for anyone. Absolutely. So therefore, living an empowered life doesn't have any age limit. We just have to go out there and just do it. Like Nike says. Exactly. And it. you can start at any time. Yes, absolutely. Susan, this has been great. So how can my listeners find out more about you and your services? Oh, I'm getting choked up, Dr. Cynthia. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can go to my website, Susan Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L.com. Um, my book is called Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. And you can buy that on Amazon or you can buy it through the website. But I encourage everybody to uh, go to the website and see because I got a lot of skill sets and tools. I also have guided meditations. If you're feeling like you just need a, a three-minute or 20-minute uh, time to just be with yourself and listen, uh, I have guided meditations on an app called Insight Timer. And you can access my meditations through uh, the website. Um, there's an icon to click on. And I'm also a podcaster, just like you, Dr. Cynthia. And I have a podcast called Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell, where I get to either, you know, just talk until I'm blue in the face or, or I get to interview great people that I find inspiring and exciting. So there's lots of ways. And, and, and so it's SusanBurrell.com. Excellent. Susan, thank you so much. I, I feel so inspired by this interview. I feel your energy, and I'm definitely go, going to go ahead and get that book, 30-Day Journey. Thank you so much. Thanks again. You're welcome. That's all for this episode of Boomers on Fire. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of Boomers on Fire, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast to get automatic notifications when I publish a new episode. I would appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to help spread the word and help more women reignite the second half of their lives. 